What's what up, up, what's what up? up? Hey. What's Let's good? go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this could be a good one. This could be a good one. It's gonna be nice and spicy today, boys. Nice and spicy. We got some. We got some funny little memes we could toss out at you right now too. Oh, throw just throw like, it just, out, just, ASAP. Just <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's this go. Is for the this is for the boys right here. I, I feel like we there. always just have to throw out like a uh, an FTR type, uh, you know, meme <laughs> of some sort. So we have to. Uh, we, like we, to. Have like to. Like we have to. We have to. All right. So here we go. This is awesome. Watching the Raider game at Allegiant Stadium in 2025 when the A's end up playing there. Oh my gosh! I I love this meme. This is so, this is so clownery. Yeah. Clownery with the A's, man. But I, this is hilarious. So oh, James, I find this, by the way. Do you, do you see this? Like, was that on Twitter or something? Yeah, it was something like that. And it was funny because when I posted it up on my Instagram, Facebook, and everything, one of my buddies out, who lives out in Vegas, he's like, and he's a Raider fan. He was a Raider fan before they moved to Vegas and everything. He's like, yeah. that's not going to happen, dude. That, <laughs> they, they just bought like, it was like whatever amount of acres to build the stadium. And I was like, well, that's not until 2027 to even get yeah. that stadium up. It's not finished. Yeah. Yeah. It's not finished, dude. And no. by the way, like Oakland hasn't supported like the A's for at least the past couple of years, which I think is the reason why Bob Melvin got traded to the Padres. Cause he's like, I don't want to go to Vegas. And I don't want to be yeah, part yeah, of this, yeah, this business sure. anymore. So <laughs> he, they got to play somewhere, right? He's like, well, there's this other little stadium, which is like UNLV's like stadium yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's not even indoor, dude. All the players are going to die, dude, yeah. out there. And like, he, dude, come on. Yeah. Like, no way. Vegas and then he's like, Mark, he's like, Mark Davis doesn't like the A's. And I'm like, I think at this point, he's a little cash strapped from what I'm hearing. So I think he's got to make something happen, dude. So and he's got a funky haircut. I'm like, what's up oh, with that haircut, God. dude? I mean, good God. I, mean, I, think he, there. I think I think for sure, like n- he's not spending much money on his haircut. That's 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 what we're, I'm gathering from that. <laughs> yeah, super cuts for for real, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, oh, boy, like it's un- so undercuts, bad. not supercuts. You know. Uh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, guys, we, we got a good episode for you. We just wanted to throw that meme out there. I thought it was pretty hilarious. I know. Uh, you know, we want to talk about the draft. It's an exciting week. I mean. You know, guys, all these channels like to do draft episodes, draft this, draft that. Kyle did a four-hour episode yesterday. Holy smokes. I, I, I'm kind of surprised you even wanted to do that again. You want to do something again today. I mean, Hey, man, I don't care. I'm doing it for the fam, bro. I'm doing it for, 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 for the bros, the fam, and for the wham-bam. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, it's just dedication. Actually, it was really fun to, to do that, honestly. And I feel like uh, if I do it again, I probably should actually like do it – uh, do a little more homework on it and not just do it live because because yeah. because uh, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest like I, after about like the 10th pick like it was all chaos like i mean like trying to find <laughs> what people wanted for their team after that like it was like oh he's not available so we got to pick something else you know because yeah. you know I, yeah. I was basically trying to create yeah. my own like 32 gm first round draft you know and yeah. uh and, and and it was just chaos after that i was like i went to like maybe like five different videos sometimes and like see who was available in it i was like gosh this is annoying so <laughs> i was yeah. gonna say bro because yeah. that was a that was very very um bold that was, that was definitely very bold hey th- yeah. this, is a, this is a good uh this is a good segue robert i think i think this this question could be a good one for us to pop into uh right out of the right out of, off the rip you know i know we got a lot we want to discuss we do want to talk about Austin Eckler as well, too, but maybe this is a good place to start. Um, 
And uh, what's what position is the most needed for this draft? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been thinking, I've been racking my brain on it, right? And I think the one that we need is we need a wide receiver that is badass, in my opinion. And I would say another tight end. The reason being a wide receiver is we can't really stretch the field vertically. I think that's partially why I'm kind of okay with the yeah. idea of Zay Flowers. Um, but you also got to look at the contracts coming up. You got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They're getting real expensive. I mean, isn't Allen supposed to be paid $30 million next year or something like that? It's just crazy money. Yeah. So yeah. I look at him. I look at Edge. Those are probably the two that I think are, are most important. But uh, I don't know. Bros, what do you think? You know, and that's the whole thing. Like, even with this episode, like, I came in with the idea of what who's truly is going to be available at 21. Right. And yeah, exactly. Because there's all these people saying all these crazy names that I just like Bajan Robinson. I don't I don't think he's getting out of the top 10, in my no. opinion. No, like, really? Wow. I think he's going to be going to the Lions. I think he could potentially go, which you keep hearing about the Falcons, which I think is kind of a wild idea. And I think those are fans also saying they want him. Yeah, at, for sure. He, but then at 10 with the Eagles, I just feel like that could be a good fit and would definitely make them a little bit extra dangerous all around. Um, and then at the latest at that point, it would be the Bucks. I think at 19, um, I think it's 18 or 19. It's just tough to say. But so anyways, like what position is really needed? Going back to the question here, I, I, I would really, really concur that I concur. Yes. I, concur. I concur. I concur. Yes. Uh, yes. Do you concur? I concur. Yes. I, I do I concur. concur. Yes, my brother. I concur. I concur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's edge and and wide receiver now. Once again, though, wide receiver with Jalen Guyton being signed, I don't think it's going to be as big of a need for one. Which you could still find guys in two and three, but we need yeah. speed. We need to find a yeah. guy that make things happen. So. I mean, we'll get a little bit more in depth of guys that I personally think that could be available at 21, why we should do it or whatnot. And I, I'm planning to hopefully do some smaller videos on, you know, why we should draft this guy or why we should not draft this guy at 21. So, yep. but Kyle, what's your thoughts? I mean, what is the, what is the position of need? I'm, I'm going to throw a curveball at y'all. Oh, Ooh, no. Here you go. You know, I've been, I've been talking safety. about safety. Safety. <laughs> hey. Yeah. That's tempting there, brother. Yeah. yeah. Um, remember? But yeah, but I, I've been really high on edge and wide receiver as well, just because yeah. of the money money pit that we're in. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say this: what what has been the one struggle for the Chargers ever since Brandon Staley's got here? Like defensive run defense. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. So I feel like defensive tackle, 100 yep. percent probably is our biggest position of need. Yep. It's not not a big splashy pick that we that we we can go for, obviously, and a lot, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna hate it, but it's very much so. Like I think, in my personal opinion, the biggest position of need, if we can get an Aaron Donald type person up there, I I, I think we're good. Then yeah. at that and point, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, oh do. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's that's absolutely the truth. And so, you know, I did a video talking about what we really need, not what we want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's yeah. a whole thing that I think everybody has these wants players yeah. and they think it's going to be available for us at 21, which unreals and realistically, I don't think it will be there or they will be there at 21. And that's 
the whole idea about t- getting Bajan Robinson is, you know, look, I, it would be wild if he shows up at 21. We've had guys fall to us at later round picks, mid round picks, Derwin James, Rashawn Slater that have panned out extremely well. And how we got to them at our pick level was phenomenal for us. But 21 is kind of that area where you're going to get, obviously, your top 20 players picked up already at that time. Now, it's different from position to position and such, but it'll be interesting to see where it all kind of pans out for us for 21 and who's available there. I mean, and I do want to say there are guys later in the draft that if we wanted to go running back, Tajay Spears is a guy that I really think is very good. You know, uh, uh, what's a running back, Zach uh, Chabonet or whatever? Yeah, Chabonet from UCLA. Uh, UCLA. Another guy. Ukla. You know, Ukla. 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 Uh, so, like, yeah, with uh, Ukla. Joshua Kelly came out of Ukla as well. <laughs> yeah, too. he came out of Ukla as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, so, and, and, and I, I think you also have to say this. Look, we still got we still got Isaiah Spiller. We got Joshua yeah. Kelly. Yeah. We, we, we already have good running backs, right? Mm-hmm. And the running game is going to be very different now. So, Robert – you're literally going into one thing we really wanted to discuss today. Hey, uh, hey is he, is he, is Robert our producer? Is, is he, yeah, really yeah. Are you to, a producer? he's segueing <laughs> us into, and, into all of our segments already. It's like, Hey, who showed him the notes? Who showed him the yeah. notes? Hey. Come on now. Are we that predictable, Robert? I guess <laughs> yeah. we are. Huh? He, he, he's, he's in our, he's, he's in our bro chat right now, isn't he? Yeah, he That's what's going yeah. on. Yeah. We, we pay people yeah. to go into the chat to, to get this conversation going. You know, right. it's like, right. oh. it's like, I, I feel like some comedians yeah. pay people to laugh in their, cl- their crowd so they ah. could basically get people to laugh. So it's like, right. you know, it's kind of yeah. how it is. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> idea to have your mama up in there. <laughs> I love those little laugh track we got here too. Oh, yeah. So, That's Robert, so we want to talk about Eckler on yes. uh, trade yep. uh, bait. So there is a long discussion that's been going on, right? And again, it, it leads up to the fact that nothing's happened up to this point, right? But there's been all these yep. rumors that he could get moved. Well, there's there's a, there's a team that came out recently talking about them potentially wanting to pick up Austin Eckler on draft day. Once you show that up there, James. Let's go. So yeah, here we go. So, so go ahead. This is from heavy.com. Actually, it originally came from CBS Sports with Chris uh, Trapasso talking about a mock draft that he did. Um, basically looking at like charges trading Austin Eckler along with their 54 pick. Yep. So basically the second yep. round pick to the Eagles for the 30th overall selection in the first round. So Philadelphia holds two picks in the first round, which is the 10th and the 30th pick. Yep. You know, it's possible and how it's possible is if Bajan Robinson doesn't get there and they really put them at a high level, in my opinion. Um, like I was saying, I think the Lions have a good chance to go after him. Falcons seem like they're pretty interested about the guy. Um, if it doesn't happen, they what if they just add an Austin Eckler to their team and give yep. up the 30th round pick? We get two first round picks. We don't get a second anymore but we could go after a couple real good players for us that could help us out. So I don't know. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Let's 100%. go. We got ourselves a super chat, baby. Hey, Let's thank you. go. Thank you. Dude, appreciate 619 that. Cali Factor, man. Appreciate it, my friend, dude. Always appreciate it, dude. So, well, you want to jump in there real quick on uh, kind of his question there? Yeah, yeah, Final, yeah. So, uh, from 619 Cali Factor, I think we should draft a receiver in the first and second rounds. You can never have enough receivers, especially with unexpected injuries. Yep. Dude, you know, 
It's interesting. I was chatting in uh, one of our other videos. There's one of our followers chatting about, um, you know, going defensive end and such like that. And I said, we can't rely on Joey Bosa to have a healthy year for us. So we have to find a way to be able to keep that going and work on the defensive line or defensive end in some level. So same thing goes for our receivers as last year, guys, like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, they were really injured all last year. Keenan Allen's getting up there in age. So, and I do think that 619 Cali, I mean, there's a lot of good receivers going to be available in the second and third, in my opinion. So that fit the bill for what we need. So, I agree. Uh, what what else you guys think, bros? I was gonna I was gonna say this um, again. Going back to Brandon Staley specifically, what he talks about on the draft, he's gonna. So think of it this way, right? There's probably four quarterbacks that are gonna be taken before 21, right? Mm-hmm. So you're looking at really pick 17 for what we want to get because we're not gonna be drafting a quarterback round one. Of course, we don't need to. Yep. Secondarily, what that means, we're really gonna be pick 17. So. They have probably 15 people on their board. They say, okay, if this person's available, we want to keep, we want this person. Okay. This is who we want. If they, if none of those 15 are available, they'll probably start looking at, okay, let's do a trade back. Let's, 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 let's look at, you know, maybe trading with, you know, the chiefs have been people, obviously the Eagles are people that would want to potentially trade with us because there's so much depth at the second and third rounds. You could get an awesome tight end and an awesome wide receiver, and an awesome running back in second and third. All three. Easy. Yep. So I like the trade back idea as well, too. But if we don't – and again, I, like I said, I already still think we need a number one wide – we need a wide receiver. Like, we're yeah. aging out bad, right, in, yeah. in that. And, and it's expensive. I think uh, Chargers Weekly talked about we're the most heavily veteran-laden uh, contra- team in the league right now. Oh, big time. Big we time. are aging out bad, ah, guys. And, right. like, and, and it's it's – I love the idea of us keeping these veterans around, but veterans get injured mm-hmm. and veterans get more and more expensive in the NFL. So right. we got to get young quick. So again, I like the idea of trading out. And again, if we can going back to Austin Eckler, we could trade him out. You know, man, that would be so sick. It yeah. would, you know, he, he find a good place to land. We're, we're better off and he's better off and it is what it is. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's that part yeah. of the NFL. What are your thoughts, sir, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 pretty much agree with the 619 Cali factor here. It's like, I feel like we should go wide receiver first or second rounds as well. It's like, uh, just because it's, we're in that money pit situation, you know, like, I mean, yep. both edge and wide receiver are in the exact same position <laughs> where one person is old. One person is injury prone on both yep. sides. And yep, so it's yep. like both we're, we're kind of in that, that problem area. We're like, okay, we need to find some more reliability here. And yep. how who who can that be? And like and how can we fix that? Uh, maybe they fixed it because they have a different strength conditioning person now, and that that could be a, ho- a huge thing. But uh, I mean, yeah, like Andy's right though too. It's like I mean, we need to get young and we need to get cheaper faster. Um, you know, we we need to get some value uh, out of our players uh, moving forward. So yep, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, you know- so go so go ahead, yeah. One bit I'm going to say about this whole Austin Eckler thing, just to put a little fuel on the fire, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he did also, when this article came out, Austin Eckler did put up a story of showing um, Hertz talking about the Super Bowl stuff and just being like a leader and blah, 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 and like all that kind of stuff. So he did kind of almost in the same sense kind of say, hey, yeah, there is some real idea behind this that I might be able to even go to Philadelphia too. So 
we'll see what happens, man. But, you know, all around, these veteran guys – well, actually, I'll say this. One thing about this trade that I would really like is that it does free up cap space for us, too. It does, and too. Yep. We got a lot of issues next season for cap space. I mean, obviously, Austin Eckler is not on the payroll next year, but it'll help us this year with, obviously, the Justin Herbert situation to where we're going to have to pick up a contract or maybe an extension or whatever it's going to happen with him, um, which they do, I think, by May 2nd, have to figure out if they're going to pick up the fifth-year option or they're just going to do an extension from this year. So correct. Yep. it's going to be an interesting thing to be able to see where this goes. I did see one other trade where we do trade them off for a seventh round pick, which I think that sounds ridiculous, but yeah, if that did happen and say they take the $7 million or whatever it is of the salary cap, that helps us out in the long terms too. So yeah. big time. And I do think that if we do say get Bijan Robinson in say, for instance, the first round, which I don't believe is going to happen at 21. Yep. Um, you know, they don't want to have a confrontation going on in the running back room. So either way, we'll see where it lands with this one. But I do think that we should just kind of move on and chat a little bit about who really truly will be at 21, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's it's one thing to wish in one hand and then hope in another, right? At the end of the day, right, you, you, you got to be somewhat realistic on these picks. Now, again, people fall, right? And Rashawn Slater wasn't supposed to be there when we picked him up. He he was supposed to go much sooner than at least that's what everyone predicted projected but it, you know tom did a pretty good job at least from you know charters weekly talking about they said no he did a pretty good job knowing that he's going to be there yeah how he knew who knows right but at the end of the day it worked out and actually do you do you have that um do you have that uh what was that one it was it was breaking down all of tom telesco's first round picks do you have that mean james uh let me see I if i can find that one up. yeah because that, yeah. that was pretty good because I, I will say this, as much heat as Tom Telesco gets about being a bad GM, he's hit a lot of his first-round picks, right? He really has. Now, Tillery was definitely a disaster. Kenneth Murray's um, also pretty much a disaster. <laughs> Murray was, and we traded up for that one too. Verrett, you could argue, was a disaster too. Mm -hmm. But, man, when he was on the field, he was so good. So good. Yeah. So yeah. good when he was on the field, he just could not stay healthy, and was like, right. "Oh my god!" You know, I just, you know, and again, we we grew up in the same area as Jason Verrett, right? Didn't he go to Fairfield High? No, no, he went to no, uh, he, went he went to, to a Rodriguez. Uh, oh yeah, something. Yeah, so that's yeah, right. It, it was a it's a newer school for uh, for yeah. us. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And and oh my, I mean that guy. I think he was on the Niners for a little while too. You know, he's trying to yeah. come back, but but yo, I mean, it's it's you know so. I, again, it's it's not just about Tom Telesco. It's also about you know the entire staff around him picking players as well. Now, and, and with more being there, more is really going to be you know talking quite a bit about this as well too. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there we go. Cool. All right. So let's let, let me hide your their thoughts here, Kevin. Then we'll just go to this. Okay. So let's look at this. Every AFC West team's last ten first round picks: Zion Johnson, solid. Rashawn Slater, solid. Justin Herbert, solid. Kenneth Murray. To be determined, I think this is the year he has to figure it out. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, right? I think this yeah. is really his last year. Like he really has mm -hmm. to yeah. um he has to step up. He has to step up. Yeah. Tillery been a bust. Derwin James oh. can't oh. speed bump. You know, speed the big bump. thing about Jerry Tillery, late first round pick, same thing for Kenneth Murray, because we traded up to go get Kenneth Murray. Yeah. Yep. Jerry Tillery, late first round pick. You, that's kind of, in my opinion, showing like how the talent goes, tier of talent, I should say, 
starts to degrade after the round one. So not saying you can't great get, get great players in second to seventh round, even undrafted or anything like that, but it starts to kind of deteriorate the, the, the talent pool later in the round. So um, interesting, but you go back to Derwin James stud. No, I'm going to say this. We're going to, we're going to start this over again, guys. Zion Johnson. Dog. 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 Justin Herbert. Dog. He's a dog. Oh, he's a dog. He's a dog. But Derwin James, you know what he does. Mike Williams, he's he's a very solid player all around. Joey Bosa, he was obviously to play defensive rookie of the year, too, in 2016. Yeah. But like there is a lot of things about these players that are very, very good. I mean, first round, we have been pretty good. I mean, you can't hit 100%, by the way. No yeah. baseball player has a 1,000 batting average, and we'll never have a batting No, that's actually me, though. When I play softball, I, I – Oh, I get out of here, dude. Get out of <laughs> here. Get out of here, dude. Move to go this home, guy, baby. Dude. That's all I do. Move to go home. That's all I Dingers. do. Dingers. Dingers, yeah. This guy This guy has on the back of his jersey just says nukes. Nukes. That's ridiculous. Nukes like straight up a RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. RoboCop. We're going. We're going way back in our childhood, right here. Deep diving, man. But again, I think. I think either way. I mean, but it just goes to show you his first picks have been great. Now, I've never been a big fan of trading up. I've never been a big fan of trading up. I. But I am a fan of trading down, right? Because I do think there's a lot of depth in this draft specifically. So, and again, this switch. Here's the, here's the wild thing about that is that uh, when I did my little draft thing yesterday, uh, two teams were looking to draft uh, uh, with us, the Chargers. So they were trying to draft down. It was yeah. the the Packers and the Steelers, and I'm like, well, that's right. yeah, yeah, there we yeah. Go. Yep. And so I was like, what the hell? So I was like, yeah, like I mean, I was tempted to while I was doing it to take it. So like, okay, okay, so we can just draft. But I'm like, I don't really want it, you know? Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no reason for us Chargers like to really want it unless, I mean, I just I just don't see the point of it right now. Um, yeah. Of us, a, tr- a draft up scenario. No. And yeah. weapon X, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, he's got some photos of, uh, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. He knows how uh, big it Spanos is. late night proclivities, you know, who knows, right. you know, what, the, what yeah, he so gets into late. At, I mean, that's right. rich people, but all kinds of weird, you know, fetishes oh, they get up into, you know what I mean? Hey, you know, Robert yeah. Kraft, he goes to the uh, to the massage tables. Oh, rubbing tug spot. Game. That's right, yeah, rubbing tug. Yeah. You know, it's it seems like that's an issue with a lot of players, even even or even owners and players, yeah, I should say, right? with like uh, Deshaun Watson, dude. Woo wee, D W. That guy, that guy, that guy's a that guy's a hoot, dude. I tell you what, boy, man, the wrong word yeah. for it. Yeah, <laughs> he's a hoot. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, Fluker man is looking yoked now, dude. Oh is he man, old? you see that, dude? Hey, yeah, he is looking jacked. Yo, yeah, man. That's another one that'd be cool to show if we could show that as well too. But um, yeah. okay, so so here we go. Let's see. Uh, good question. How would you react if the Chargers traded Eckler to move up? Man, you got to really want somebody at that moment, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you really got to want. Hey, who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe it happens to the Falcons. We trade we trade away, uh, you know, Eckler with. Um, yeah, they they want a running back. Apparently, I, yeah. I, all the fan base are saying like Bijan. So why don't we give him Eckler? And then let's get uh, Kyle Pitts in in, in response. Yeah, oh plus so plus a pick. Yeah, you know I, I went on the Out of Your Falcon Mind podcast on their hundredth episode. By the way, congrats, guys! You guys Woo! got to a hundo, man. That's big. 
but it was really cool. And I, I mean, I was the only Charger player or podcast. <laughs> I was the Charger podcaster on there, but, um, you know, it was interesting because everybody on there was like, yeah, we got to get Bajan. We got to get Bajan. And I was like, man, like (laughs) you guys have, you know, Patterson, who's a really good X factor back. Yeah. Electric when he's got the ball in his hands, you got Tyler Algier, who's really good. You got Huntley too in the backfield too. I get it. You guys have a young quarterback, but at the same side at eight, I think you guys could probably pick something else that would probably be a more of a need, not a want for yeah, you guys. Yeah. Like a wide and receiver, a big target. A wide receiver, yeah, wide receiver. Maybe some O-line help. Maybe yep. some more yep. defensive line help. Maybe, you know, a stud linebacker for you guys. Like, you know, there's just things that I feel like all these fans get these kind of want picks versus really truly what your needs are. Yeah, right, and, right. Is Bajan a need? I don't think so, in my opinion. I think Tyler Algier is a very good back for you guys. Yeah, and he and he is a tough cookie, man. That dude, yeah. you know, he was a converted linebacker, did a great job, poke holes in the line, and he is yeah. he's he's a beast, man. He's hard to bring down. So yep. yeah. Um, and again, I I think you're right, weapon X, right? I, I really don't think that there's a chance that we're gonna see Bijan. I mean, I'd, it'd be great if he was there. I mean, I'd love it, but yep. yeah, I don't think so. It's just it's just not gonna happen. I mean but you know, you really know you never know how it plays out. By the way, guys, just before you know, before we continue on, we are going to be continuing to do a bunch of um, videos working up to the mock draft or the actual draft. Pardon me. We are going to go live um, for the draft party. We probably should actually get that thumbnail up too, Kyle. Kind of yeah. get get ourselves ready to go for that um, because we are going to be going. We are going to go live for the draft, so you can hop on. We're going to be on for the entire first round because it's exciting for us. And I'm going to watch all, all of the rounds as well, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm kind of a couch yeah. potato about that stuff. But I think it's I think it's always interesting to see where people go mm-hmm. and, and where we want to go with it. So, yeah, um, and I'm and I'm, uh, I'm trying to go to the draft party here in L.A. OK, uh, so I'm going to fig- I'm trying to figure out how I can actually make that work. I think I, I'll probably have to just be on my phone in the in here and stuff. And I'll have like my earbuds so I can actually hear. Uh, unlike uh you know captain jack you know he was just like you know his phone and like didn't didn't listen <laughs> you're you're going to be hearing my ear. i'm like why why that why with his eye patch and everything yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so That's i'll I'll, uh, I'll try to figure it out um if it doesn't work out though i may just like set up in like my office um and you know just be like there um cuz cuz i don't know it's a really busy week uh, of course, and so like, and I'm yeah. I'm stoked for the draft as well. So I'm hoping yeah. that I can actually be there at the at the event. Um, and if I can, and then you know, I'll maybe have other people kind of like talking and here and there too. You know, yeah, yep. that'll be fun. Okay. That'd be awesome. Yeah, good. So, who do you guys feel would truly be there at 21? It's wild because I was just actually just looking at, <laughs> and once again, we don't know. This is dude. Drafts are highly unpredictable. All yeah, around, very unpredictable. Yeah. very unpredictable. And I was just looking at one uh, a mock draft on CBS Sports where they got us picking us uh, picking Julius Brents, a cornerback from Kansas State, six three cornerback. <laughs> which you're like, okay, do we really need uh, another cornerback unless like yeah. JC Jackson is really that out? Which I think he's yeah. looking really, really good and progressing extremely well. Yep. Like, I think sometime this year we'll be able to get him. I mean, Mike Davis is another guy that. I mean, just throw that out there too, guys. Like Mike Davis, he's on his last year of his contract, had a great year last year. Say if we do draft a cornerback, would we trade off Mike Davis? Would we do something like that? I think that's a little risky in my opinion. But 
with this mock draft, I see that Bajan is going to get picked at like 26 by the Dallas Cowboys. Like, yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, it's highly unpredictable um, where we're at. I mean, I've seen Brian Branch even get up to 21 for us. Brian Brees being another defensive lineman guy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all unpredictable. So Brandon Silly said it best, right? If you, if you go back to what he said about, uh, I think, at the owner's meeting where he basically said, look, Everyone has a different draft board. Everyone has different needs, right? And some and some teams only draft for what they need, right? I need a quarterback. I need a wide receiver. I need a running back. And they they itemize, okay, who's my number one guy at this position? You just get them, and then you go to the next one. Yeah, fill them, yep. fill them, fill them. Now, there's other teams, I think, really like the Chargers, I think, who don't really have a lot of needs. You could argue we really don't have a lot of needs, right? If, if our team stays healthy, we are fine. Right. We really are fine. But that's not, you know, realistic in the NFL, the way the way the NFL is. So the thought is um, get best available player who could start one. And so I think there's two different ways of looking at it. Every team ahead of us is going to think differently about the draft their own way. Right. And so. Again, it's really going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Right. And again, if, if there are four, you know, quarterbacks taken in front of us that puts us to 17 you could even have a fifth you never know right might want that right so a lot of factors a lot of factors so these mock drafts are kind of interesting but they're also very very good but yeah let's pull up that list of uh, some of the folks that we think are going to be there for us potentially um i didn't really i was more talking points than less on the list <laughs> well, well so I, I mean well i know i know yeah. uh you know uh kincaid might be there right mayor should yeah. be there um, I know Zay Flowers is the one everyone keeps talking about. I mean, yeah. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little nervous on him because he's small, but I I like the idea of the vertical threat, right? Um, sure. But he is putting on some weight as well too, which is a good yep. thing. Um, yep. I mean, that guy, um, you know, could be really interesting as well too. But right. man, I I still keep going back to the trade down scenario. I would just love more picks. You know, we keep yeah. we keep talking about aging out, and oh my gosh, we are just aging out so bad right now. And yeah. And it's weird. We keep bringing in more veterans, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it, yeah. but you're kind of just kicking the can down the road. And yeah, I don't know. It just it feels like when are these rookies going to get an opportunity to play? You know, that's yeah. that's what I get more frustrated with. Well, it's interesting because the linebacker position, we really have almost no depth. Uh, Drew's gone. Um, the uh, other guy that we got from the Rams last year, who was pretty much pri- primarily reader, was what's that? Troy Reader. Reader. Yeah. yeah Troy yeah. Reader took off too. I mean, we have like Nick Neiman, who I'm, I'm, you know, I think he could be a pretty good guy all around. I, I think that he's one of those guys that could fill in the gap, but we do need a linebacker out there too. So it is kind of a tough thing for us. Like, I, you know, I was looking at players that are available. I mean, interesting thing enough on this CBS mock draft, Kalijah Canty wasn't even picked in the first round at all which is crazy. how is that possible like yeah. how is that possible the guy with the metrics and his like athletic score is through the roof yeah that guy i understand he's a little undersized and everything but you cannot look past what he potentially could do for your defensive line a yeah. guy that has the metrics of aaron donald basically came from the same school as aaron donald yeah almost for stature wise literally aaron donald like you you would take that chance in my opinion and i think 
that fits extremely well for the Chargers if you get him at 21. Because if you pair him up, say, with a Morgan Fox at that position, you kind of start looking at the like team A, team B on the defensive line. You got your Sebastian Joseph Day, your Austin Johnson, team A, or you could kind of fill in Canty on whatever times or needs you might need him as a pass rush kind of guy or whatnot. Um, and then you could say you got Morgan Fox, Canty, and then you got a Tito Abonia also behind them too. So it's like mm-hmm. that would make that defensive line really, really strong for us all around. So I think it'd be great to be able to get that. But then going back to Andy's argument too, like if Zay Flowers is there, you get an electric guy that could be just a, a game changer for our wide receiver position all around. Yep. yep. I mean, it would be insane. Yeah, exactly, Robert. Putting yep. him next to Bosa and Mac, dude. So sick. When was the last time we had a guy that could really attack the middle of the defensive line, offensive line? Like, well, and not only that, not only that, like it, it, Mac and Bosa do a great job of setting the edge. They are yeah. very good at keeping the people corralled and then putting them into the meat of the the line. So I, I think it's really interesting um, how how this is all playing out, right? Because, oh boy. Um, uh, so let me show you, let me show you something that I just pulled up. It was I thought was pretty interesting. This is a mock draft that I pulled up, and I and I was looking at it earlier this morning. So um, the mock draft is we it's a seven round mock draft on the NFL Network here, um, and you got us picking Dalton Kincaid, which I wouldn't be mad about that, right? No. I mean, I think I think no. that guy could be great. I mean, the dude's catch rate. I, I saw him play a lot in college, and that guy has amazing catch radius. Right? He's fantastic, and I, and I will yep. say this: he'd pair well with Herbert. But look yep. at this: the Ravens, Jackson Smith, Mjiba, right? Yo, like, and then we got Zay Flowers. So uh, in this I don't want him to go to the Chiefs. See, that's a good point, right? Uh, yeah. look, look, look at this: you got Dalton Kincaid, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and then you got Zay Flowers. Whoa, dude! Uh, you know, and you just mm. kind of step back and just say, "Man, like that's such." And, and this is partially why I like the idea of trading back because I feel like if you trade back just even a couple spots, you can still find a couple of good tight ends. I mean, yeah. this is a deep tight end class, you know, yeah. and I. I almost don't think you should get a tight end for your first pick. I think you should get a wide receiver no, right. for this first yeah, pick. Just because we have – there's not as many good – you know, like a Jackson Smith in Jigba. Mm-hmm. You know, is it in Jigba? In Jigba? I always say it wrong. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I just go with the JSN. <laughs> this guy yeah, with J- this homie yeah. right here, this, this guy is cracking me up. He's like missing his front teeth and everything. This guy's hilarious. <laughs> so funny, dude. Like that guy is all over the map. dude. But anyways, my point is like, again, it's a crapshoot. You just got to wonder like who's going to go where. Yeah, and yeah. there's so much about it that you just don't know, right? And every yeah, team right. has their own board. Every team has their own desires of where they want to go. But you know, I find it really interesting. So I'm gonna do a little more digging as we talk. So, um, yeah, anyways, sure. so okay, may- maybe we should put it in the chat here, guys. Okay, why not this? Dalton Kincaid or Jackson Smith in Jigba or Zay Flowers, right? So in just on this yeah. one specific uh, draft, all three are they're going to be on the board? Who would you pick? Maybe maybe I'll go with you, James and Kyle, and see what you think, and then. Um, See, and I like Njigba because I think he's really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Arguably probably one of the better overall wide receivers all around yeah. in the draft. Um, man, I don't know, man. Yeah. That guy's so good. So, and, and you could get somebody later down the road. Yeah, so I was going to say is that like, uh, I mean, I did a little bit of research on this, uh, but statistically, tight ends in the first round don't turn out too well. Yes. I, they, yeah, I've they, heard that too. Yep. There's not, been, there's not been many tight ends in the first round that have been picked that have – historically done super well i mean i'm sure there are a few but i mean but typically third to fifth round is when 
the tight ends actually are like statistically the best uh, when it comes to draft. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why that that, that makes sense in any way. So, um, so I'm I'm uh, actually leaning far away from uh, tight, end. Stay, tight end first round. Yeah. Um, and so for me too, is like over Zay Flowers or Jack uh, JSN. I would I would say JSN if we can if he's available there 100 we got to get him. Yeah. Um, and, and but I realistically I don't see him being there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, Zay Flowers very well could because the PFF has uh, Zay Flowers like ranked like thirty third now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's because there's a lot of talk of his size being an issue. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, like you were saying, so. Um, that's kind of the route that I, I would see, but, uh, yeah. but Hey, if, uh, Cancy is available, I say we take a chancy, baby. Chancy, <laughs> <laughs> take a chancy. I like that. Okay, that's good. Okay. All right. uh, new shirt, new shirt coming. If we get yeah. it, that's it, baby. Chancy. Yeah. That would be. And, yeah. and that's the thing, like, I, I feel like people are very, very hung up on just like, we need to go offense first round and we need a guy that's very speedy. Don't get me wrong. I think Zay Flowers is awesome. I kind of had this weird feeling that the Patriots are going to go for him yeah. around the 17th pick. I see, um, I, I see that a lot too. Yep. They need stretchers. I mean, I know they have Thornton out there who they drafted last year, tall, lanky, kind of speedy guy, which I was pretty high on him last season and I believe the Chargers met with him too he did get injured but he's kind of a speedier downfield guy but I think they really kind of want a guy that could be a little bit more of a field stretcher hence he's from Boston College obviously being close to around uh where the Patriots are at it makes sense now the thing about it is is like I'm looking at it as like you could get wide receivers that are speedy guys you know uh Mims from Oklahoma you could probably get him in third round A.T. Perry is one of the guys they talked about on the Chargers podcast, too, who I think is a very good kind of sizable guy that that Telesco likes to go after. Taller kind of guy with a little bit of speed and everything, too. Um, Jalen Guyton is there for a reason, guys. And I I do think that we do need to get another speedy guy to be able to pair up with him a lot. But I'm going to share one thing with you guys. Like I'm I'm much bigger about going on a defensive side of things like Cansey makes a lot of sense to me, like. He makes a lot of sense because he really stabilizes the D-line a little bit more. Big, stout kind of guy that can really do phenomenal things that our defensive line has not been able to do for the last 20 years, give or take, since Jamal Williams, basically. Um, I would go with him. Um, But I'm going to show you this. This is from Steve Smith's podcast. He kind of gave a little bit of an idea of where he feels like these players are currently at right now, ranked-wise and everything, too. Let me see if I can zoom in on this a little yeah, bit more say, for you. I was like, "Woo!" Uh, reading glasses yeah, I was out like, here. Wowzers! Where's that meme with the, the grandma? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What is going on here? I can't even read that. <laughs> but, but these these are guys that are going to be the top receivers in this draft. Yeah, and these are guys that are actually going to be potentially in the top three rounds, basically. Yep. So Zay Flowers going up, he's he's only going up right now. Steve Smith reminds me a lot of Zay Flowers, or I should say vice versa. You know, Jackson Smith, he's just a solid guy all around, could be kind of a replacement for Keenan Allen for us. Same thing for Jordan Addison. Yep. Yep. Xavier Smith is one of those guys, and he came out of the, uh, the HBCU uh, game as like the MVP of that game. That guy could be a big sleeper, man. Seems like a really good dude. 
just great body control. That's one thing that that um, Steve Smith talked about. Good receivers are ones that have great body control. And this is one of those guys that could be a big, big sleeper all around with Xavier Smith out of Florida a, um, MU. So um, I think he's a phenomenal guy. I'm just saying these are guys that we could go after. Tank Dell is another guy who yep. would be great as a speed downfield kind of guy and a punt returner, kick returner for us too. So yeah, that, we that do need one. that. So mm -hmm. these are guys that we got to think about here that you got to stop hanging yourself up that, hey, we have to go with Zay Flowers on 21 or we have to. There's guys out there that could be great fits for you. But once again, this draft is a complete crapshoot. There's no guarantees by any means for any of these guys that they're going to be high-level yeah. talent by any means. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and again, uh, remember last season, you know, I know we're talking about wide receivers now, but remember last season who I wanted for our first-round pick was a big old – uh, Davis from Georgia, that a big old yes. offensive lineman, dude. That's right. Uh, then went to the Eagles. I was so pissed off that they got him. And I was like, man, like I wanted that guy. Cause that guy, yeah. that guy would do, I had, I had a man crush yep. on him. Dude. I was like, yo, mm -hmm. this guy is like ridiculous. Cause yeah. our run game, our run stuff in game is horrible. I mean, we always play light Terrible. boxes as we all know, yeah. but you know, we need someone to just clog the middle, just jump the nose and just, you know, blow up the play. And so I love the idea of a defensive tackle as well too, but I, but I understand, you know, we also need like, I also think from a from a dollar perspective, we've already talked about this. You know, our wide receivers and our edges are aging out and they're getting way yeah. expensive. So yeah. we need both of those guys as well. Let me pull up this other one that I um this this one I saw this one earlier. I was actually gonna do a video on it. Uh this is another mock draft I thought was pretty good. I wouldn't be unhappy with this one, but this was done a while ago. So yeah. first mm -hmm. round we got Nolan Smith. Now I will say this about Nolan Smith. He he will probably be available there. The problem with Nolan Smith is Brandon Staley likes a bigger bodied guy. He's a little small. I mean, yeah, he's sure. a little, he's what, 240, I think is what he is, right? So you look at him and go, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, he's he's a freak of nature. I mean, he's like a Derwin James type guy, right? Yeah. But running edge eh, in the NFL is a little yeah. bit tough. Yeah. And then we get Cedric Tillman from Tennessee, another good, another good person. We get a center from Wisconsin, Joe Tipman. Uh, again, I think it'd be good because, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, we got clap back and clap wasn't that great, right? Then we get a defensive yeah, lineman sure. from LSU, Lasso, and then a, cor uh, a cornerback, uh, Trey P Purdue, or Corey yeah. Trice from Purdue. Pretty good. Uh, another defensive tackle from Texas. I mean, look at that big boy. Man, look at the leg on that guy. Buddy, dude, those are some straight thighs, bro. Man, double thighs. nine. Let's get it, baby. I mean, good wow. Lord. Now, here's the funny thing about this. I, I, I partially bring this one up, too, because this guy right here, Travis Dye, yep. is is blowing up on people's – I would yep. say he's blowing up on people's boards. Yeah. But he's, he's he could be the next Isaiah Pacheco. A lot of people really think very highly of him. He didn't get a lot of touches um, at USC. Yep. But a lot of people think he could be really good. So, anyways, I wouldn't be unhappy with this. I think this is a very realistic mock draft in what could happen this season. One thing I was going to say about Die too, he he showed up at the Chargers, and I did a video on this, talking about players that we have met with. He was at the local talent pool for well, right. Chargers, basically. Yep. And uh, oh, the thing is, a big thing in the talk about Travis Die actually came from Oregon, played with Justin Herbert at yep. Oregon, by the uh -huh. way. Yeah, um, so that. there is that connection there too. Transferred to USC, had a highly productive season there too. Apparently, at this, you know, local tryout, basically for the Chargers draft potential and everything, he ran into the four fours for his forty. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what changed people's mind a little bit about this guy. And I think Travis Dye would be a phenomenal, once again, Isaiah Pacheco kind of pickup potentially for yep. us. Um, I think it'd be great. By the way, Robert said something about, I think he's going defensive line, wide receiver uh, edge. I yep, think that's yep. literally the blueprint, in my opinion. Yeah. I think those are the right picks for this team Yeah, um, cool. to be able to really just build up those positions mm-hmm. of need because, mm-hmm. dude, we suck against the run, period. Yeah. We're terrible <laughs> against it. And we yep. cannot figure out how to stop it, regardless of how much money we keep throwing at that position. Yeah, yeah. We need to have a guy, yeah. it, once again, Take a chancy on Yancey, bro. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I mean, we need to get a guy that could just blow up the line, dude. I mean, yeah. and he could be that guy, a wide receiver. Next year, dude, we got way too much money tied up in wide receivers, and we got a yep. Justin Herbert contract that we have to sign. Defensive end, same mm-hmm. thing. We got to find a guy that could fill up those positions and be a high-performing player for us. So, I, dude, I think that's exactly the br- blueprint and the right choice for needs of this team. So, yeah. yes, I agree. Yeah, and I like this guy, uh, Ika from uh, Baylor, I believe, is where yeah. he played. Yeah. yeah, that guy, that guy. I think it was, oh, is he Ika? Oh, yeah, Baylor, yeah, yeah. Butt yeah. and gut. Butt and right. gut. And there's another guy from USC that uh, – hmm, trying to blink on his name, top of my uh, mind here, but uh, – I mean, uh, so many stinking names, you know. Just he's a Polynesian uh, too, right? Yeah, yeah, Polynesian guy as well. That guy, yeah. that guy. Um, yeah, and again, linebackers are we're looking thin, guys. You know, so yeah. I, I guess my point is, you know, part of part of what I think this video, at least in my opinion, is that look, I know we want wide receivers, we want tight ends, we want these like flashy weapons for Herbert, but he's already got a lot of flashy weapons as well right now. I mean, as we stand now, the offense is pretty well set as long as people can stay healthy. I think that's the concern, but. But we also need to get younger, right? So the argument is, okay, we should probably get another wide receiver. I mean, there's only so many packages you can put wide receivers on the field as well, too, right? I mean, yep. we, we already got th- we already got four good wide receivers, right? You know, you got your Allen yeah. Williams, Guyton, and then Palmer. Well, there's not a whole lot of room left in that room, you know. And so it's it's and that's you know, kind of the argument against wide receivers for sure. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, as a fan, you think, well, we're aging out. We need somebody for the future. And mm-hmm. again, Williams and Allen have been hurt a lot, and they've they've made some problems. And Robert, you're right. Marvin Mims in the second round would be amazing too. So again, this is partially why I, I keep going back to this. Every time I do these mock scenario conversations, I always or mock draft, you know, scenario conversations in my mind, I always think trade back. You can get you can get great value in the second, third rounds. Yep. I mean, that guy like Laporta is looking amazing too as a tight end, right? You could get him yep. probably late second round. You know, let's say we trade Eckler away, um, we get another second and third or something like that, or a late first. And oh my gosh, I mean, that would just be, yeah, oh, it would be so good, so good for us. You know, it, yep. so much that needs to happen there. Uh, yep. you know, and another honestly possibility too is that nobody's really talking about is which we all wanted last year too is right tackle. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah, Pipkins stepped up in a big way um, and we did re-sign him or whatever, but like, I mean, is he really the answer? Um, He was injured quite often as well. And we had to throw in Storm Norton still. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, every every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like speed bump 2.0, you know, like on the offensive side, you know, so it's like, yeah, right tackle is a huge need as well for the team still as well. Yeah. So, 
It it is an interesting thing because I know it seems like a lot of the the O line guys have been working together uh, this mm-hmm. offseason with uh, uh, May uh, Manyweather, um, just about kind of like tactics of how to get better. I mean, Foster Sorella has been working out with them too. I think yeah. Brandon James might even be in there too. Andrew Trainer is kind of listed as our right tackle right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. the thing about it is like Foster Sorrell, like he, he was not great, but just manageable. But if yeah. he's working out and working out with all our guys and Trey Pipkins started working out with him last year with Rashawn Slater. And that made a world of difference of his game. Right. I mean, I, I think Brandon Staley even chatted about it. And he says, Hey, we feel pretty good about our O-line guys. And yeah, we do. I'm not saying yep. we won't go after a guy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think that it's not like we're not going to pick up somebody because we definitely need to make sure we have a pretty good set of guys there, but I don't think they're going to put anybody at a very high level at the right tackle position, True. in my opinion. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a it's a luxury if we go after and get a high-level right tackle. I mean, right. I've said it for a while, guys. Last year, for us getting two starting O-linemen in one draft, yeah. that is unheard of, basically, to good. have. That's crazy. I mean, that's massive for us to be able to get Zion Johnson and Jamari Sawyer when we did. Yep. I mean – Yep. I have no idea why Jamari Sawyer was so late in the draft. That made no sense at all. But yeah, yeah. well, he he didn't play for a whole season. That was like the big knock against him. So the thought mm. was, oh, is he going to be game ready? You know. But again, all he. So this this brings up an interesting argument, and I and I've said this on a few of my videos that um, in the NFL you don't get a lot of time with coaches. Brandon said they talked about that quite a bit because the collective bargaining agreement, the people get injured during practice, all the above. So. What happens now is this. Remember, you guys all know that I interviewed Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer was at a camp. He is at a camp playing football, catching balls, figuring out different ways, route running, all the above. This is things that they are doing on their own dime and their own time to get better, to be ready to play, right? And so it's a very different conversation now in the NFL because these coaches have less time to really coach up these players. So they don't pick it up quick then they don't really do well, right? And think think about this, right? Rashawn Slater's going to the same – I think the entire offensive line is going to the same school that Rashawn Slater went to during that offseason. Yeah. So they're very high – I can't remember uh, – what was the name of the school that he was at? I'm drawing a blank. Someone said it in one of our chats. But anyways, that's been an amazing offensive line uh, camp uh, to go to. But this is a good question here uh, by Daryl. So maybe, uh, James, you want to go with it, and then I'll go to Kyle, and then I'll – I'll kind of okay. fill in the gap on this one as well, yeah. too. What do you think of this yeah. question? So do you believe that there would be a defensive tackle at 25, 21, excuse me, that justifies passing on a wide receiver tight end or edge? Yeah, and I mean, we're, we're all about that Cancy train, you know? Yeah. Woo, woo! So yep. I, I think <laughs> he's there. Yeah. If he's there, that would be great. I mean, once again, I looked at the CBS Sports mock draft that they had this morning, and he wasn't even in the first round. So is that a little bit of a reach for us to do that if – he does fall that far down. I don't personally think he's going to fall down that far. In my opinion, I think the Steelers have a great chance of wanting to go after him. Yeah. Um, but I do think that if you think maybe if Brees is there, Brian Brees, which I've seen some mock drafts of him being there and he is a first round kind of talent guy, big body kind of guy, bigger dude, massive looking dude. Um, maybe that's where it's at, but I, I have to believe that, Telesco and Staley have, hey, these are our top 20 dudes. There's probably a list for defensive tackles, wide receivers, tight ends, so on and so forth. 
all right, well, that guy's gone. That guy's gone. That one's gone. All right, this is pretty much going to be the guy for us based upon our first pick choice. And if it's going to be a defensive tackle, great. Once again, uh, Kalijah didn't even take any interviews at all, meetings with any team at all, like none. Like, I think he's just like letting himself just be, hey, you know what I got? You know what I could bring in a team? So, um, well, so kind of a long, long answer. I think there's a couple guys that could justify that choice at 21 for a defensive tackle. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, too, is like um, just because he didn't actually make have an official meeting with teams like go there and actually kind of like walk around and stuff like that doesn't mean yeah. that he still hasn't done like Zoom meetings and call and phone calls yep. and things like that, you know. Uh, because Bajan Robinson actually talked about that recently where he, he only actually officially had two meetings. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the bucks and the Eagles. Um, yeah. But he did talk to more people than that, just like with zoom and stuff like that. So um, a lot of people say, Oh, you only have met with two people. No, he met with a lot more people. And, and I think all of them are doing that, but he just hasn't traveled so much. So, yeah. oh, okay. Um, but okay. So to get to the question, um, yeah, I, I think honestly, if, uh, Cancy is available. We got to take that chancy, you know. Like <laughs> we got to take that chancy. Yeah, because like you know, over a wide receiver <laughs> edge. Because here's the thing: he's he's on the the PFF big board. He's currently ranked number two overall when it comes. And then when it comes to wide receivers, by the time it gets to our twenty first pick, we're going to be looking at maybe like the number four or five overall wide receiver on yep. the board. Uh, potentially sure. like four or five for edge. And we might be looking at the number one tight end at that point, but like like I said, I'm not I'm not high on tight ends for first round anymore. Like I could see yeah. maybe a second rounder for a tight end, but yeah. Um, and so that yeah. that's kind of my my opinion is that like yeah, if if Cansey is available for for 21 pick overall, we gotta go Cansey. Got yeah. Got well, I think um, what wasn't last year? Didn't they have like ten wide receivers drafted in the first round yeah. or something? It was like that? ridiculous. It was, it was yeah. ridiculous. It was a third, a third, a third of the first round was wide receivers. Yeah, but my point is that's what the NFL cares about: edge rushers, yeah. wide mm-hmm. receivers, right? You know, maybe an outlier, number yeah. one center or lineman or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. again, you know, th- th- there's a lot to be said about this. And Kevin, this is interesting. Um, your question, who trades up for the charge for 21 scenario quarterback starts slipping, someone moves up. There's an interesting mock draft that I was actually just looking at um, a little while ago, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I'll share this with you real quick. Um, New Orleans trades up uh, to get um, – and then we, we trade down the 29th pick. Let me, let me share my screen on this one as well too. But I think it could happen, right? Again, quarterback you're, – you're exactly correct. If quarterback starts slipping, mm-hmm. you know – a lot of people like, you know, Robinson from, from Florida, Florida, you know, look, the guy had one, what was, uh, most, most coaches like to see at least a two-year starter, right? They want to see them play a number of games. He, I think he was only a one-year starter and kind of bounced around. Yeah. He's a bit of a freak of nature, but he also could be a bit of a, you know, a freak of like a person, you know? And so you're, you're adding a lot of risk, uh, to this. Okay. So, this one's interesting right here. So this one was done a little while ago. I think this was done a couple of days ago. Let's see, March. Okay, 26. So this is a little older. But basically, the um, the uh, New Orleans Saints tra- uh, trade up, and they get 29 and 71 and 165. So th- so we got all kinds of picks now. We get an edge rusher. Um, we get all kinds of – let's see, we get a running back. Uh, and then we get all these other players. So I think there's a lot of teams that would want to trade for this 21st pick, especially if there's some people on the board that they really want. And 
you know, I could totally see that happening quite often. In fact, I had a trade scenario where the, uh, the, the chiefs wanted to trade a very similar trade to us as well too, because they have a lot of picks as well. So I think a lot of interesting things could really happen, um, on this. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I'm going to say one thing about like the 21, the scenario for the quarterback situation. I mean, it's interesting. I saw some stuff come up that saying that Will Levis is now being known as the number two quarterback being picked and CJ Stroud basically yep. kind of dropping at this point. And um, it, it's going to be interesting all around how it ends up pan, panning out. But, and I have seen CJ Stroud getting thrown way out into the draft. Um, I don't think he'll go to 21 all the way. I mean, no. thinking of maybe like even just thinking of like, I don't know, Patriots for some reason, if they want to kind of get away from Mac Jones, because there's kind of some rumors that they're throwing Mac Jones out there to try to trade the guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where I, he I've would go. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, who knows what's really going to happen here, guys. So like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Will Levis being at a two, being as the second quarterback picked is kind of wild. I, I feel like that guy's a little bit of an egotistical kind of guy, in my opinion. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. I don't. I kind of was thinking the Raiders are actually going off there. I mean, Anthony Richardson's another guy that I think could be a freak athlete. Yep. And I think he would be really, really exciting to see on the field. And I think he would be awesome for the Colts. But then if it goes like – if Levis is two, then Anthony at three, see where is CJ Stroud going to go? Is anybody going to really want to actually go that high up and trade for him? Does he go to the lions at eight? Now that throws things off a little bit at like Bijan Robinson, not going to the lions or I think it's line seven or eight or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think there's six and 18, six and and 18. So that even yeah, throws it where CJ Stroud probably yeah. could be. That's yeah. probably the furthest back he'll fall back. So, for sure. If that's the case, I don't think he'll go at 21. I don't think anybody has a quarterback, but you could be talking about anybody and everybody. It could be a wide receiver, it could be a tight end, could be something else too. So that's that's a lot of that's a lot of content for just answering a question right now. I mean, that's <laughs> you really dig into that one quite a bit. So yeah, yeah well, and, and again, as we as we always discuss, right? I mean, you know, the, the draft day is always so interesting, right? And again, we we started the show by talking about Austin Eckler potentially going to the Eagles, right? I mean, yeah, right. who knows, right? That could happen. And, you know, uh, there was another team that was talking about it too. Was it the Falcons? No, no, it wasn't the Falcons. Uh, there was another team that we had a similar – oh, no, the Bills. Bills had a oh, similar yeah. scenario where we yeah. trade back with the Bills. And, and that would make some sense too, right? Because you could trade yeah. back with the Bills and just get a pretty yep. similar pick. But we can get mm -hmm. maybe a second and a third or maybe a second now and a fifth or something like that, yeah. right? So, you know, again, a lot of things could happen with Austin Eckler, you know, so – to me, again, I'm really curious to see how it plays out for the charge. I think I think a lot of things could happen. So let's yep. get to Aether's questions here. Um, yeah. This is for you, Andrew. I want to tr – uh, you want to trade down, let's say, Flowers on the board, and the Chiefs will uh, will call, give a 31 and a 65. Will you do it? And you know they're taking Flowers. Um, I am not. Boy, that's a, that's a tough one, Aether. I mean, it really is. So let me think about this for a second. Um, first and foremost, I don't like to – to do trades with inter uh, division, division rivals. No, nope. yeah. Personally, especially right? Just, the chiefs, <laughs> especially the chiefs. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, um, so, so that would make me pause no matter what. Right. And a guy like flowers with someone like a Mahomes, that's, that's like the rebirth of Tyreek Hill. Right. You yeah. know, and um, did work out individually with Mahomes this week too. Yeah. 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 Not good. 
So I think that one I would probably say no. Um, and I would and I would say no from more of a biased perspective, just because yeah. we don't want Mahomes having more of those uh, types of talent. Now, again, yeah. you can argue all day, right? Well, it doesn't really matter because Mahomes is that good and he's they're gonna find players to score off, you know, anyways. But now if it's someone's like the Saints, the Bills, okay, cool, I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? But when you start talking to Chiefs and you're you know who they're gonna go get, it's it's a little bit of a yeah kicking the cojones, right? Right, right in the castanas. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that at all. Like of uh, you know trading with the Chiefs in any way. Like I mean, I, I would be more in, inclined to trade with the Saints um, yeah. yep. and uh, maybe the Bills. I guess you know, like if um, if that was a, a scenario yeah. there, maybe the Raiders. Uh, Nobody cares about the Raiders, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done that one before, but, but let's be yeah. honest though, too, is like, we, like we, we have the worst track record on our players going to division rivals, like, yeah. like we all do. the time. Yeah. Yep. Constantly. So yep. no, thank you. Um, like let's, let's not kind of feed into that, uh, any more than we can. Yeah. <laughs> Please. You know, and I hate I hate having something like that, and especially in a trade scenario. Obviously, you think, man, I'd get another second out of this guy. I could basically, you know, give somebody to the Chiefs. You just don't want to make them stronger at all. Yeah. Like you yeah, want to yeah. find a way to weaken your opponent. Sometimes you pick players to be able to not get them on a team, I guess, um, <laughs> in your division. And and Andy Reid to me has been one of those guys that has just found ways to be able to troll the Chargers and pick players and such that just ends up burning us. So like for instance, back in 2017 when he picked uh, Patrick Mahomes, he even talked about, man, I swear the Chargers were going to pick him up, and we ended up going Mike Williams. And it, in my opinion, during that time, I was look Philip Rivers has been a great quarterback for us, but up to that point, I feel like he kind of was not at the level of where he should have been, and that's a latter part sunsetting his career in my opinion at that point he wasn't yeah. that guy getting those clutch catches or, or throwing those clutch throws to be able to get games into winning positions he was throwing a lot more picks trying to force things i was yeah. kind of thinking hey we should have gone after a quarterback during that time and it sounded like chargers were being thought that they were going to pick patrick Mahomes and did not and what did the chiefs mm -hmm. do trade it up to go get him and you know where they're at now because of patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah like, exactly Right. That's that's harsh to see. I don't want to see Zay Flowers going over there and just being Tyreek Hill number two. And he fits extremely well to the mold, even based upon his weight currently right now. It's size, speed. Uh, he's a little bit slower than Tyreek. But what I'm saying is that he will basically be the second coming of Tyreek Hill for them. Yeah, with yeah he will be. Not good. Oh. Yeah. Well, and, and again, you know, and you, you bring up a really good point here. This this is a great question here. Uh, actually, you guys are you guys are throwing out some really good thoughts. I really yeah. appreciate. It. No, you really are. I mean, this is this is yeah, great. Again, it's guys, really just yeah. just you know, we are going to be uh, going live on the draft party as well. So we are going to first round. Uh, I don't think we'll do the second round. Well, I don't know. I guess in, depending on how long, how much fun we have doing it, maybe we'll do the second <laughs> round. We'll, we'll, we'll do, do it like we'll it's just a lot of work. We'll do a recap video on on the draft. I think for sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, like I mean, maybe Saturday or Sunday, but but bro, aren't you gonna be here uh that week? Uh this this weekend? I I, I fly in uh on the, the 29th. So okay. So no, uh, sorry, that's Saturday. No, it's Saturday. So what day yeah, is that? Saturday. I'll be in LA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Saturday. So I'll I'll you know I'll be there for the first round. Yeah. Um 
So keep keep these thoughts coming, guys. Bull prediction yeah. is going to happen Thursday. James, talk about it. So what was that, James, that you guys talked about? Uh, what's going to happen on Thursday? Oh, yeah. Here, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. So uh, this is great, Marcus. Uh, we just seen a receiver that has explosive yak exclusive. I, I agree. And again, last season under Lombardi, it was really about just moving the chains. And I was just so frustrated that we just never got yards after the catch. Just catch the ball, fall on the yep. ground. Like, come on, yeah. dude. And it's just, yeah. just it, it, you can't win in the NFL that way, right? And I, yeah, yeah anyway, it's frustrating. Um, what sucks is that the second and third round pick is a first rounder, the perfect trade down scenario. You see, and I, I agree. I mean, I think. It you know, yeah. Th this is why I like the idea of trading back in this draft. I've said it so many times, but mm -hmm. I just think there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of needs that we personally can use in the second and third round if we have yeah. more picks. So, right. oh, here we go. Th this this is uh, I think you just threw it out there, James. Oh, um, Chargers give up next year's first uh, and fourth oh. to Atlanta for this third year. Kyle Pitts, uh, the unicorn would burn powder blue. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, you never know, man. I mean, yeah. that really adds another guy to this team. I mean, Kyle Pitts is a good player all around. Um, but, you know, it's weird when I said that on the Outer Falcon Mind podcast, they kind of looked at me like, that's kind of a crazy idea. Like, that's weird <laughs> to think about. Like, yeah. nobody, everybody's like, this, this, this charger Jamoke over here is trying to tell us what to do kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I'm in the lion's den <laughs> at that point. Yeah, yeah. But, like, get the fool off. Get, get yeah, the fool out of here. Kick him out, dude. What's he even doing here? You know, <laughs> kind of thing. So, it, it, you know, I don't know. You know, it's like the, the Falcons have a good chance to be able to take that division next year. And it's a very wide open division. And so yeah, trying to find ways to strengthen that team up for the longevity. I mean, their, their coach, Smith, uh, is it Arthur Smith? Um, yeah. You know, he's he's an offensive minded kind of guy, too. And so he would like to be able to find ways to be able to get things more weapons on that team. I think they focused a lot on defense for for the most part for free agency. But, you know, pulling away a guy like Pitts with a young quarterback. I don't I it's it's tough to say if that's going to happen or not. It's tough to say if that's going to happen. Or and, that's, not. and that's the thing that's so exciting about the draft is you never know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Look, there are there are scenarios happening across the board right now. I, yeah. I promise you right now, like, let's say the Bills. OK, let's see. B. B John Robinson gets picked up sooner. Yeah. OK, well, that's, in, you know, how does that affect my division? Well, OK, well, we need we need a running back now. Fine. All right. I'm going to trade my pick and I'm going to do this and that and whatever. Right. And so yeah. it, even how picks happen in your division it could cause you to make changes moving yep. forward, right? So what's that old Chinese proverb? You know, a small pebble makes small ripples or whatever. I don't know. You, you know yep. what I'm saying? But it affects the whole pond. That was stupid. I don't know why I said that. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, what? yeah, yeah. yeah what are you talking about, Andrew? You, you, yeah. you started good, but then you just kind of like. <laughs> guys, I'm having camera issues. Something's going on yeah. here. Something's going on here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was hilarious okay anyways yeah. uh moving on so larry larry had a good question here so if we were to pick a defensive uh tackle or edge rusher in the 21st pick who would you guys want man nolan smith i i think he the guy's a freak of nature but again he's yeah. probably not the right body type for uh brandon little, staley little i would say small. but can't see can't see can't see you know, yeah so i was gonna i was gonna say this though too uh someone actually put it out there put the the bad juju that maybe can't see Will be Tillery Speed Bump 2.0. Oh, yeah, don't be putting that out there. I'll be like, oh, please. Don't, don't put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, don't put don't that curse push, on me. 
Don't you wish that evil upon me? <laughs> See, now, now this, this is an interesting one right here, Robert. So uh, who's the player you'd be willing to move up for and why? I can't think of anybody that we would really need to mm. move up for. Again, I'm such a big believer in trading back that I, I'm probably the wrong person to because I can't think of Jaylen one Carter. person I'd say. Who? Jalen Carter. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> if I could, if I yeah. could trade up for somebody, Jalen Carter, I guess. Man, so, but he, would, like, he would cost him. What would like he cost? Top five. Put, yeah. Uh, you, you know, draft pick at, at least. You know, like, yeah. That's a like, brutal. Be yeah. a lot. That'd yeah. be a lot. Miles yeah. Murphy might be another guy you think about too. Yep. Um, you know, just because the edge side of thing, Tyree Wilson would be another guy you'd think about. I just don't think that we're going to do something like that. I don't, I don't, yeah. I just don't think that we would do that much unless we're really sitting here saying, Hey, look, let's just go get a dog that we know is going to fit. (laughs) 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 But you know, you gotta, you gotta think even to say next year, (laughs) we need like a, we need like a, uh, we need like a a barking dog or something. We need to add that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wish you could figure out how we can add to this thing. Yeah, so that would be awesome. Yeah, but I was gonna say it would be an interesting thing for us to say we trade off future picks of like next year. I mean, we we've been talking about it at a nauseum level of what our salary cap is next year. It's not good. It's not going to be good. Well, if we do trade off picks of say twenty twenty four draft, that's less money that we have to put on our cap. Um, for us next season so there is kind of an idea that if we did say we decided to jump up on a player or something like that you know it wouldn't be a bad idea if we just know that we have a very solid edge player for us or very solid and i don't think we trade up for a wide receiver i think edge or defensive line would probably be the only position that we'd probably say hey we're going to jump up to get this guy or or you know i'm not trying to put more fuel on the fire but like if if Bijan Robinson really is going to be up at a top 10 pick, do we really want to go after him? And then we trade off Austin Eckler, get some more draft capital possibly for next year or this year or whatever, or flip that pick to go back into the first round, whatever. There's a lot of different scenarios that could happen with that. But yeah, what my point is, is that next year we're not going to have a great cap situation. No, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be be tough to pay more young guys, you know? Yeah. We, we need, we need some young bucks in there. Okay. So, and then, and really, that's why we sh- the dra- trading draft or draft down, uh, you know, not trading up, but trading down is the better best move. If we can get mm-hmm. more picks out of the second and third round, you know, basically more pl- top one hundred players, yeah, then that that would put us in the best position for the future, I believe. You know, yep, I so, agree. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this agree. interesting thought here, um, Marcus uh, talks about. I really think the defensive back is elite today, one and two. Uh, Man, I love those guys. Uh, yeah. Branch. Branch is from Bama, I believe, correct? Yeah. I believe he's from yeah, Bama. So yeah. I like him a lot. Um, but, you know, you 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 know, Brandon Silly's high on uh, JT Woods. So I don't know. Yeah. You got to kind of wonder, you know, where, where that's going to sit. But, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of value in a lot of these positions. Plus, I mean, we got we got John, we got Taylor, we got uh, Dean Leonard. You know, these are all there. You know, these are people that are in the system that we liked. So it could be tough to see that. Now, that's partially why I think the argument is more of a wide receiver or a tight end because we don't have a lot of depth there. And, you know, that would give, you know, we we, we drafted very heavily in defensive back last season. Sure. I mean, yeah. heavy, 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 yes, heavy yes, yes. last season. So 
So I don't know that's what we're going to go after. But but I, I ain't mad about that either because I, it makes a lot of sense to me as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Branch is one of those guys that I, I keep thinking, what if he is there at 21 for us? Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, we do have yeah, a need so. for that position, you know. Nas is gone, right? Yeah, you know, Nas we don't, is gone. We don't, we don't, we, we kind of potentially could throw him over there and get in a potential elite safety pairing with Derwin James. I mean, I, I've always felt like Brandon Staley's philosophy is build the back end of the defense and less on the front end of the defense. Yeah. And he wants to have these guys that are just ball hawks in the back. Yeah. Um, which, you know, you, you think of that philosophy, you think, well, you know, if you could just have guys that can know how to cover and, and make sure the guy can't throw, well, you're going to get a coverage sack, probably. There's a more likely that's going to happen. So, I don't know. You know, I mean, that. I'll tell you this. We can never predict what the Chargers are going to do. Last nope, year was yeah. a perfect example. Zion yeah. Johnson came out of nowhere. I, yeah. Like, what the hell? Who? I don't even think I looked at this dude the entire time of yep. the 2022 draft. Yep. Like, Whoa, that came out of nowhere. So it's just, it's unpredictable. Well, so this is good, dude. The rump shaker, you're right, is probably not going to be the answer, you know, but I will say this, you know, you never know. It'll be his third year um, and, you know, we'll see what happens, but you're exactly right. I, you know, I I just don't think that that's really going to be the situation here. So there was another thought here. I think this is great. We need a dog, not a chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) That was a little little laugh track. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah but no but, but that's a really good point right because bottom line you know you need some i mean you know speed bump was definitely a chihuahua right you know so yeah. <laughs> uh okay so let's see let's see we got aether's question here so um all right so i think this is to uh kyle and your thoughts my baby i think herbert <laughs> contract is that's is right. The right now <laughs> my baby uh, and, and hold, I believe money is set to 45 to eight year. The bolts want to do a five year agents would want eight. I believe. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. I think, I mean, it's going to be at least what Jalen hurts gets right. Um, if not more, I just, I mean, again, do you want to lock him up more? The, the, the argument for having a shorter amount is that you get to get paid again, twice. Again. Yeah. Right. And you'll get paid more money per year right now. Because, uh, because as as he stands now, if, if he signs a five year contract, it's going to be you know five years, and then he gets what fifty million a year. But mm-hmm. then he could renegotiate in that fifth year. Okay, now you got to pay me sixty five million a year or seventy yeah. million a year, right? Yeah. And so yeah. he becomes more expensive. But but the risk there is that you're oh, going to be too gosh. expensive, and you know we yeah. don't want to you know we'll have to trade you off, and some other mm-hmm. team will pay for him. You know so. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little on the fence, but it, this this is where Tom Telesco has got to earn his stripes, in my opinion, yeah, right? This, exactly. this is his his is his you know expertise. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of switched here. Is that the you know a longer contract is team friendly, shorter yep. contract is player friendly. Uh, Very true. Yeah. So because like because yep. You, you you look at it like uh because that contract for Patrick Mahomes is looking better and better every single year. Yeah. Because uh, it was like it was a ten year, like forty million a year or something like that, you know. And now, like that's he, he's basically losing money by by yeah. playing for the Chiefs consistently now. Um, and so, yeah. So if if yeah, if you can get that, you know, shorter contract, you know, renegotiate sooner than and to k- keep get 
uh, up with like player market inflation, whatever yeah. have you like that. That's that's better for the player in a lot of ways. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, it is. So, it is. so I feel like if he can find a middle ground there, maybe do a six year uh, you know, deal, maybe that that would probably be a, kind of a balance of the two. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it's tough, right? Because also these agents are the ones speaking for Justin Herbert. He probably right. isn't having a whole lot of say yeah. in what yeah. is happening. And definitely letting them do the, do the thing. Yep. Exactly. And so it sucks because these agents now are just getting greedy and they want to, cause, cause you know what, they, they want to get these, these rookies out of, out of college and sign them. Hey, look, Herbert's my guy. I just got him paid a hundred and you know, whatever, you know, 250,000 or million, 250,000, $250 million, you know, <laughs> five-year contract right so yeah. so my point is like it's it's not just the you know well unless you're lamar jackson lamar jackson's doing his own uh, agent work which i think is hilarious but um <laughs> i mean it's like come on now I, I mean that guy couldn't hardly talk at all and now he's his own agent which i think is even more hilarious but whatever that's right. fine i mean he's a freaking <laughs> nature but you know the, the guy isn't the, the sharpest tool in the shed from from what i could see and so i just think it's kind of funny so do you think that try, they'll try to get a couple of stud receivers? Yes, I do think they will, Ricky. Um, I, I think that's an absolute yes because, yo, Allen Williams are aging out bad, bad aging out. So yeah. um, Daryl, he talks about this because of cap. Yep, wide receiver edge, that's exactly right. Those are, yep. to me, those are our two biggest needs. Just from a dollar perspective, we need people to fill those gaps because we're probably not going to have Allen and Williams here next year. And, oh, my God, like – Mac and Bosa, I just don't know. Yeah. And this is a good yeah. point, Aether. I really hope that Herbert isn't that greedy. You know what I mean? I think um, – I mean, didn't Tom Brady take – he took pay cuts because he wanted yeah. team – Consistently. You know, around yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. at a certain point of how many millions you really need to get paid, what right. does it matter? You know, like right. yeah. at some point you're like, I have generational money at this point after a yeah. year, give or take. You know, like you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine with 45 million, 40 million. You'll be fine. Believe me, Geno Smith getting paid what's 35 million or 30 million or whatever he's getting paid. Mm -hmm. That's crazy money for yeah. Geno Smith. Like, well, I'm I, sure he's amped on that let's, contract. Let's look at uh, Chase Daniel. I think he pay, played maybe like all of yeah. the 12 games in his entire career. He made like. There you go. 100 mil or something like that. Dude, you know? I, one guy, Sam Bradford, if yeah. you remember him. I remember he signed a contract, like a one-year $20 million contract for the Cardinals. And I was that was the most laughable contract, in my opinion. Yeah. Of like, and he wasn't even a – I don't even think he started. Or either that, he got really injured quickly. Dude, dude getting paid $20 million to hold a clipboard. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, hey, like, what are you ridiculous. talking about here? Hey, you know, you know, I, I was going to say this, though, too, by the way. Uh, so with that in mind, I know exactly who's going to be available for the Chargers at 21. And you know who it is? Who's that? Yeah. Rose, baby. Hey, That's right, Bolt baby. We, we, Let's, we go. Available? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, ready, I'm ready to hold the clipboard. Let's do it. I'll, I'll, I'll be down there with a million, million a year contract. Let's go. Trio. Make it Herbert, a 10 million the ball better. Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, throw the ball better, Herbert. Come on now. What's happening right. here? Come on, now. Right. Come on now. Hey, I like this. I like Robert Sumo. I love this. We we need a grizzly bear. I yes, yes, that movie yeah, cocaine please. bear. That movie was hilarious, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. funny. I saw it, yeah. Cocaine bear. Are yeah. we gonna call him cocaine, cocaine bear? bear? We dropped yeah, we'll him. Yeah, we cocaine bear. bear. Call him, oh, he's a cocaine bear. Oh man. Oh, that's funny. 
<laughs> so, okay, here we go. Kevin, agree or disagree? Wide receiver, defensive, and most important additions to address uh, yep. due to cap issues next year. I yep, 100%. 100% agree, man. I mean, well, Char- yeah. Chargers even talked about it. They're going to go high on a wide receiver at least in the first three rounds. And and I feel yeah. that's a very, very great assessment. Like, we have got to find a way to be able to get younger in those positions. Next year's not going to be easy for those guys. I mean, we got a, a well over, I think it's close to about $120 million tied up in four guys next year. Yeah, four guys. Two at the edge, that's two at the guys. wide receiver. Well, five, yeah. when cap. You, five when you include Justin Herbert with his fifth-year deal. Uh, well, well, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have to pick that up by May second if they're going to do that. So yeah, that's and that's going to be another one too. What, what is it? Twenty-seven million right now. If we do a fifth yeah. year, twenty-seven deal? mil. Yep, yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so that's a ton. Um, okay, I believe in my heart, Herbert will take uh, three or four million less to have the team compete. I mean, that'd be awesome. You you got to wonder though. You know, um, you know, <laughs> I remember. Um, you guys remember Wally Joyner? I mean, I don't know. James and I were both Padre fans. Kyle was a Padre fan. Now he's more of a Dodger fan since he's been in LA for such a long time. But Wally Joyner played first base. And I remember he signed his contract. He was getting paid like $4 million a year. And they're yeah. like, oh, you could have gotten more money going somewhere else. He's like, you know what? I don't know many people who can spend $4 million a year. Right? Exactly. And I actually met Wally Joyner a couple times. And um, he's a cool dude, man. He's super down to earth. And you, you keep asking yourself, how much damn money do you need to make? Yeah. Right? Do you really I mean, need is, that? is it really just walking around a party saying I get paid $40 million a year? I get paid $50 million a year at the prestige of it. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, yes, we listen to rap music, but do we have to walk around, you know, in, in Bentleys and uh, gold chains around our neck? But I guess some people want to, right? So, yeah. you know, but, but to your point, to your point, um, I think you're right. I think Herbert probably will take more of a team friendly type deal. Yeah. Um, okay. Hot take. Uh, we should trade Bosa. I do not disagree. I'll be honest with you. I've actually thought about this a lot. In fact, I was thinking about Bosta and also um, not Mac, because I think we're stuck with Mac no matter what. I think his contract is, we're per, I think, yeah. what's the cap hit on him? Wasn't it like 26? It was crazy. Yeah. We, we're pretty much stuck on Mac. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with you, man. I mean, you know, ugh. I actually kind of believe this is going to be a one. This is this is this is our this is our Super Bowl push right now. After this, it's going to be pretty tough. It's going to be pretty tough. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, uh, I think that could be a good uh, trade bait uh, scenario for us to 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 send Bosa somewhere, maybe get some other picks and release our cap a little bit. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if they trade him to the Eagles after he had that fight with the Eagles fan? Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be oh, so boy. good. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, look, I think this is our year for the Super Bowl, man. This is it. You know, uh, I really, truly believe this is this is – we are pushing hard for it. I think that's partially why we're bringing a lot of veterans in right now. We're bringing veterans yeah. in to make veteran – plays and veteran decisions like Kendrick's is yep. a great example, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I was going to really, say a little bit about that in the 2000 game. So the thing about it is LaDainian Thomason talks about that. And he said, if we had Drew Brees in that game, we would have won that game and we would have won the Super Bowl that year. The dang. thing is though, Phillip Rivers was figuring things out still in the 06 year. Remember that year yeah, that was handoff to LT, handoff to LT. Hand off to LT yeah. And that's all it was. And, you know, that became a one-dimensional team. Phillip Rivers wasn't ready because he hasn't had enough time of getting his feet wet within the offense and thus and being in the NFL in general. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I will say Justin Herbert now 
even at year one would have been better Philip Rivers than Philip Rivers in 06, in my opinion. Agreed. Not saying not saying anything that Philip Rivers is bad. I think Justin Herbert's on a whole new level, in my opinion. Yeah. Whole new right. level. Yeah, like he, I, he really is. He really is. He's he's cool as a cucumber every single time. And so that's like because uh, Philip Rivers got emotional like too much a lot of times. Yep. You know, he got yep. he got the happy feet in the pocket there. You know, yep. um, he definitely let things get to him a little bit more on the yep. sideline. You know, it seems like you know freaking you know they, they call Joe Burrow like ice what ice man or whatever like that. You know, but man, dude, Justin Herbert, you know, nothing yep. phases him. You know, no, yep. not even yeah, at all. And, and, and all all he wants to do is ball. Too, you know, like that's just it. Like, and at the same time, you know, he was playing with that freaking injury all mm-hmm. year long. You know, like yep. yes, it wasn't on injury reports, but he was playing with still that injury. Out yeah, yep. still out so, there. Hey, but yeah. don't knock Philip Rivers playing with two blown out true. knees though. True, too. It's true. Yeah, that was super risky for him to do as well. Because yeah. like, that was why RG three like you know died. You know, basically yeah. his career ended. You know, just died. Just died. His his yeah, his career ended because of that. You know, so yeah. Well, see, so so Robert, this is a great point too, and this is why I'm so high on Kellen Moore too, right? I think um, you know, the the running game is going to be uh maybe should I say the word inspired or actually having a real game plan or. Or being aggressive to what they're seeing from the defense and fronts that you're they're playing against. I mean, I just I just felt like Lombardi last season just what's it, what's that old saying? Put a putting a square peg in a round hole, right? He just kept dah, 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 it's going to work yeah, at some yeah. point, right? And it just yeah. never did. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. would you see what they're doing and then yeah. you know drop some plays to to make it work, right? So right, it just was really. Uh, Anyways, I well, you know, hard. I mean, and that's and that's the huge, <laughs> the biggest. I, I I can't say it enough, but the biggest upgrade from Robardi to Moore is that Moore coaches from the sideline. He's not just up in the yeah. booth, and he's yeah. not just up, you know, like just looking down at everybody. He can actually yeah. talk to the players. The players can talk to him, yeah. and they can make adjustments and right there, real time. Yep. Make make it happen. I'm all about that. I'm all yeah. about that. And the thing about it is, X factor of the season. I don't know. We're getting about an hour and a half into this episode, but yeah. I was going to say X factor this season is big time Kellen Moore. Like yeah, he's yeah. going to make a massive difference to this team. I, I, I feel it in my bones, bros. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make a massive difference because I, I've been a fan of, if we're going to say we let go of Austin Eckler, like I feel pretty confident he'll make Isaiah Spiller look really good. He'll make Joshua Kelly look really good. Cause it's, I think the system that makes players really good too. And yeah. so, I think that we're going to have a good, solid system in play that's going to make this offense be uh, on a whole new level. I do think that if we do have a guy that could be a, a little bit more a downfield stretcher, we got Jalen Guyton back. You know, hopefully his knee is going to be 100%. He could really use his speed. But if we did get another speed guy, it really just puts his team on a whole new level. So I, I just, I'm excited for that element of this. Yeah, you know, season. isn't that a rap song? We're on a new level. We're on a new level. Yeah, that's right, dude. Yeah, that's right, dude. I, mean, I listen. I listen to rap. I listen to all that stuff. You know, top hits, all the above. Marcus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So let's let's get, let's get let's get close to wrapping up here. I know we're running yeah. an hour and a half at this point. I know Keaton's contracts got ugly, um, and we should move away from it. Like I I would agree, but he's. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Like. Thirty million dollars next year is what we're supposed to pay him, dude. That is. Yep ridiculous money and so he like i would love for him to come back down off that but the problem is when you're veterans 
and you become more and more expensive, period, right? Yeah. And so, you know, dang it. You know, the, the uh, one way that the way one way that I looked at it with Alan is if we do want to be able to have him come back, and obviously this is something you could think about for 2025 cap hits, you could essentially sign extensions kicking the can down the road again if you want to. If you look at 2025 and, and our salary cap situation and the amount of players that we have under contract is very minimal right now at this point. So we kind of have to fill some gaps in our in our, in our our team. So, yeah. I mean, we essentially could just sign him to, say, a two-year extension or whatnot, play him until he's 20 or 34, 35-ish. Um, yeah. I mean, he's still considered as one of the top wide receivers in the game. I think they did a chat GDP of who's the top wide receivers in the in a league, and Keenan Allen was one of those guys yeah. that came up still. So, yeah, he just, yeah, he just it's not like he's not playing game. well, but yeah. injuries are the issue. Yep. Aether's prediction here: Herbert MVP, fifty-six total touchdowns. <laughs> Sheesh! I'll take Sheesh. it. That's 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 uh, wow, that's well, a lot of I, touchdowns. I will say this. I will say this. Um. I think he has a better chance of getting closer to those numbers under yeah. Kellen Moore. I think that, you know, Lombardi was right. <laughs> fairly uninspired. Right. I think he, I think he did, you know, he, he looked at the um, calling plays for dummies. What, what's that with those cliff notebooks, those, the yellow yeah, yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, it just hit his entire game plan after that. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, like, oh I'm sure God, he pulled dude. every play out of the, the Madden uh, NFL uh, playbook, <laughs> right. you know, and, and just use those as much as possible yeah. as well. Hot route, yeah. hot route, hot, hot route, route, flip, hot flip, route, flip, flip. <laughs> Stupid, dude. I mean, honestly, yeah. I just felt like, I just felt like, man, I was like, what is he doing, dude? I'm like, come on, man. You know, it's frustrating. All right, so uh, maybe maybe we should wrap up here at this point. We're an hour and a half now. So, yeah. Kyle, you want to go, James, and then I'll wrap up, and then uh, and then we'll go from there. Well, you know, as far as this draft goes, I think our, our targets are, um, at this point, you know, in my head is wide receiver, edge, defensive tackle. Uh, you know, I guess you can say defensive end type players. Um, you know, those are my priorities for first round. Um, second round uh, probably could still be wide receiver or edge, depending on who we get for first. Uh, but then, and then, then we should be looking at tight ends down that way. So, uh, in a lot of ways, so I guess my my top picks are Cansey. Uh, you know, let's say, um, you know, Zay Flowers, uh, JSN, and, uh, you know, uh, actually in my draft yesterday, like, you know, I, I actually ended up getting Lucas Van S, um, and he was a pretty big dude. He's totally like a, a prototypical Bosa like player. So, um, but that those are kind of my player targets, I feel like. Uh, and those are my, the positions of need for me with the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in this draft, I think is going to be big for us for the future. I mean, every draft is big for the future of a team. I mean, the yep. thing I love about the draft is it brings confidence back in the fan base of being like, "Yo, I got this guy, that guy. We got we got dogs. One round, one to seven, kind of thing." Also, <laughs> <laughs> we all get like hyped. Yeah, we all get hyped. And, and the thing about it is, is like we just need to find the guys that are for our needs of our team, not our wants yeah. of our team. You know, Larry just put in that to you, Sika Ika or whatever his name is. I'm yep. a big fan of big Samoans in the middle of the D-line. You know, yep. you go back to the defensive lineman over at the, the, the Bucks for some reason. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. Um, Get that big, big tuft of hair out of his back dude, of his helmet. Yeah. Thick body, big 
dude, big body just can't be pushed around. A guy lost a tooth and was still out there playing. Like, dude, you just need space eaters. And, you know, that's last last time was Jamal Williams. And I'm just a big fan of finding where our needs are at. We've had two years of bad run defense. Like, we have got to figure out what is going on there. And if we could just have something like that, really just to be able to help that out, we could still find great speedy receivers out of the second, third round. We could still find defensive ends that could actually fit our needs for us. I just think that we just have to go for our needs draft, not our wants, needs draft. And I, and I hope that Telesco and, and Staley are doing that. Yeah. And I think they will. I think, you know, the interesting thing about Moore, too, I think he he does bring another offensive perspective, which is really good. I, I didn't really ever feel like all the interviews I saw with Lombardi, I never really felt like. Uh, let's, I mean, we should say this correctly. I felt like he didn't understand what he was there for. Right. I, I sort of felt like he was there and was just kind of told what to do. And he just sort of did things, you know, more, I think, is going to take control of the offense and really. Yep build an offense around we already know this you know, when, when i interviewed josh palmer josh palmer is very clear hey can i can i get the cowboys playbook he's like well it's not gonna be the playbook that we're gonna make here we're gonna make another playbook for the chargers with the people that we have here so i personally believe that boy so again when we talk about positions i think we need a wide receiver we need someone to stretch the field i think we need a tight end i do think we need some depth in the line and definitely defensive line it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, hello, Inada. I think that guy's amazing, um, and I, I wish you know that that guy's perfect. You know, and bottom line, I think we have the good thing. The, the one thing I will say that we have that's good for us right now. Let me land my plane. We have a lot of veterans, so I think if our team can stay healthy, please knock on wood. Let's let's be healthy for one damn season. We we can <laughs> yeah. make it happen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I like I truly believe this. The sky's the limit for this team, but we've never been healthy. So yep. if we can stay healthy, bring in some some rookie talent to just, you know, fill in the gaps, you know, um, then we're going to be fine. And long term, we're going to be in great shape. You know, I think I think we're going to get a wide receiver. We're probably going to get a uh, defensive tackle. We're going to get some offensive tackles. We're going to get we're going to get a mixture of everything. It's going to be really interesting to see. So I'm kind of excited. So yep. um, and guys, do not remember or do not remember. Do not forget. Do not remember. <laughs> do not remember. Do not, do not show remember. Up. <laughs> I think I'm having a mild stroke. Let me see what my heart rate is here. Hold on, just a yeah. second. I got, I, got, I got a neuralizer. Then here, let me just. Oh see. my just god, what happened to me here, boy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's it's not looking good. My Google Watch is saying you got you got some problems. But yes, I know that. Thank you very much. No, but um, we are going to be going live for the first round of the mock draft. So guys, please be there for us. You know, we are going to be doing, it. and I'm also going to be on a cruise. So I'm going to be gone for. A whole week, so James and Kyle are gonna have to hold down the fort while I'm gone after the mock draft. Uh, P.O.P. Pull, you know, B.R.O. holding it down. <laughs> P.O.P. What? P.O.P. I'm having a stroke over here too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. B.R.O. holding it down. B.R.O. holding it down. Nobody. I think bottom line, we got a lot of good things to be thankful for. I think this is going to be awesome. Guys, this is awesome. This is a great. This is a great video. I, I'm really glad you guys hopped on. You guys really helped us out too, because really and truly. This is why we do it. We want to chat with you guys. We, you know, you guys yep. are equally as smart as us. No, oh, oh, before I forget, Kyle, are we going to allow people like Carlos and all these other folks, Robert, hop on, um, on our live draft? I know we were we were talking about putting the link out there. Do yeah, we want to try and do that and, and well, chat? What do you guys think? Would you want to hop in yeah. with us and, and be on our show? Yeah, uh, for the uh, for the draft. Well, one hundred percent. We can drop our our link in the uh, the chat. 
uh, and whoever wants to jump in can jump in. Um, That'd be we'll, dope. We'll, we'll, we'll have them backstage for a minute. We'll, we'll bring them in one at a time. If we got a bunch, then, you know, like we'll give everyone like five minutes to say, say the two cents, you know? Um, I think that that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Let's make that'd it happen. Fun. I like that yeah. idea. Um, I like that idea. So again, it would be, it would be a new format for us. Again, we like to try new things on this channel quite a bit. Right. Okay. And so, and again, guys, all you need to have is a, a, a mic and a, and a camera and a good internet connection. The good thing is, is we use a product that's really here. Um, you know, we'd love, again, we did this because we want you guys to be a part of our podcast. This isn't, this is nothing about us. You know, we, we just are, we want to, communicate with you guys so but uh but yes robert cool cool uh yeah. awesome yeah i love this so i like how so he's like saying what was it Darrell saying we promised to be on our best behavior that's funny because i'm like <laughs> expecting somebody to jump in there and be like f you bye bye yeah see you bud like no. yeah hey the, 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 the drunker <laughs> the drunker the better you know that's yeah, good the, drunker, the better <laughs> but you guys could also log in on your cell phones too, Robert. So, I mean, this is something that's a mobile option too for you too. So, 100%, so you could yeah, jump it that way too. Yeah. As long as you got a smartphone, use your front facing camera, whatever, you'd be totally fine. Yeah, you're well. solid. So, yeah, it, it, we use a product that's pretty universally used and easy for everyone to, uh, you know, yeah. play around with. So, oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, guys, again, uh, we'll probably get the thumbnail up and ready to go on that here pretty soon, but we're going to be doing a lot of content up until the draft. Uh, you know, I was kind of thinking. I got, I got some ideas. I don't want, I don't want to throw out too many thoughts. But we're, we're going to put a bunch of content out before the, before the, uh, the actual draft party. So, sounds good. Alrighty, guys. Um, we're the Bolt Bros. Wait, who's hitting the button again? Come on, is it going to be me? Going to be you? Gonna do <laughs> I'll do it. I'll, I got to redeem myself. All right, all right. All right. I know you messed up last time. Hey, you done messed up. Hey, Elron. Yeah, hey, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bros. All right. Out of here. See you, See you bros. Guys. See you. Peace. Both bros.